The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to the Patricia Raskin Show, the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions. And now, the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio. Here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back. This is such a great program today. They all are, but today's especially great. And this next topic is, um, it's a great topic, but more so... The woman who's giving the topic and who is the great author is a friend of mine, and she's making such a difference in our world. Her name is Barbara Bijou, and the name of her book is The Joy of Ritual, Spiritual Recipes to Celebrate Milestones, Ease Transitions, and Make Every Day Sacred. And Barbara is, she's an interfaith minister, she's a motivational speaker, she's a life strategy coach, and she's really known as someone who is the Uh, the queen. She's the essence of rituals. And she's traveled all over the world. She's led rituals and meaningful practices everywhere. She's helped so many people. And welcome, Barbara. Oh, this is (laughs) such a pleasure, Patricia. I'm delighted to be here. Yeah, I'm glad. And I know that you've done a lot on radio and television. You've written for a lot of magazines. You live in New York. And, you know, this is a way of life for you. I mean, you don't just talk about rituals. You do them in your life. And I know it <laughs> made such a difference. Now, you know, it's true. It is. My whole life is around ritual and spiritual practice. I mean, I can't go into a toy store or Michael's without looking at something and I think of a ritual I could do with it. It's for, actually, my friends, my friends make fun of me, but it works. Yeah, that's great. Well, here's, here's my major question. Um, you know, for those listening live, we're, at, you know, we're July 11th, 2016, and in the last week, or two weeks, there have been really horrendous things happening in our country, whether it's been racism, whether it's been ISIS or international crises, whether it's been our political candidates <laughs> screaming and shouting at each other and saying awful things. I mean, it's just, we're frightened, we feel unstable, and then we have Brexit, you know, we have the, the kind of the international economy changing. So it's, it's, very, um, it's very unstable. And for those of us who like to believe in faith and trust, it can shake your faith and your trust. Barbara, mm-hmm. give, us some, give us some wisdom, ritual wisdom. Well, you know, I think the biggest thing, and it's things that everybody knows but we forget about, what you focus on, you start to create. So what happens is our brains are really hardwired for all this negativity and danger. Think of it as like, it's like Velcro for negativity, and it's more like Teflon for positivity. So it takes more positive things to overcome even one negative. And today, we are so bum- not only bombarded, but we keep talking about all the stuff we don't want. So every time we do that, 
it's like we're listening to negative talk radio or negative yeah. politicians yeah. or race hatred. You know, we're giving it our attention and energy, and we have to really create the rituals that will shift us into yeah. something different. But it's not that you though, pretend Barbara. it's not happening, and I think that's a big thing. We have yeah, to but- admit it's really going on in our world. You know, we're not going to be Pollyanna, but once we feel it, then we have to move into doing something that's much more positive, even right. if it's neutral. But I think the problem is that, as you said, it's reinforced through the media constantly. I mean, I remember one night I was watching television, and I had it on for about three or four hours, and at the end, I mean, it was constant, a constant barragement. And then they show the same video over and over and over. So it's, it's mm-hmm. the same scene repeated. And that can really get into your brain. It can, and that's why you have to make it a practice. And think of it as you're doing a spiritual practice. It's no different from meditating or doing a ritual of release. Every time that video comes on, turn the channel. You know, delete it. Just like you delete something negative off your computer. Focus on the opposite. So instead of focusing on the politician you hate, focus on the politician that you like and then actually take some action and do something about it. That's actually doing a ritual that is action-oriented. You know, so the visualization part is really important. And then doesn't matter if you give a dollar to the candidate or volunteer to make a phone call or hand out pamphlets. It doesn't matter what it is. You're doing an action that then is giving the message to your brain that you are moving into a different place. Yeah. So, yeah. so it might be discipline of turning that television off. Absolutely. I mean, think of it, that is your ritual. You know how a lot of people have nighttime rituals where they cover their TVs or something, their tablets, they turn it off because of the light in it keeps you from sleeping? Well, make it your ritual, number one, that you do not watch the news before you go to bed. I mean, to me, my nighttime ritual has to be about peace. So I read something inspirational. I spray, for me, it's my unplug spray, but you could put some lavender on your pillow. You know, take some deep breaths, do some finger hold or meditation. You need to make going to sleep a ritual of calm, peace, and rejuvenation. Otherwise, you wake up in the morning, you're exhausted. And it's impossible to be fully present in the moment, you know, and if you're not fully present in the moment, you can't be happy. You can't have your joy. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, and that's where the self-responsibility comes in. Mm-hmm. That's where the It comes in. And also, you know, it's not a sprint. We're not, you know, like a lot of people say to me, can I give me a ritual for joy? And, yes, I could give it to them. However, it's not about quitting your job and vegging out, you know, on Netflix for a day or junk food. That's more escaping. Following your joy isn't a sprint. It's really starting small and just even asking yourself when you see something that's negativity, does this bring me joy? If the answer is yes, watch it. If the answer is no, turn it off. I know that sounds simple, but we get so caught in the moment of it and the drama of it that we get sucked in. And then the next thing we know, we're angry and we're upset and those stress hormones are, you know, through our body and we can't think clearly. And then your best friend calls or your husband or your wife or your boyfriend or your partner and you yell at them because it's just cumulative. Yeah. 
So what would you suggest, though? I, I know, just what, what, what would you suggest? Well, as I said, I think, I don't care what it is, but everybody needs a morning ritual to calm, center, stabilize. For me, now, I happen to be in Florida this week, so for me, it's I get up really early in the morning before it's too hot, I go down to the ocean, I meditate, and I swim. That stabilizes mm. me. Oh, and then at the, end of the day, at the end of the day, I jump in the pool. I'm, you know, very blessed. When I'm in New York, you know, I'll do my meditation in the morning. As you know, I have a giant tree in my living room in New York. You know, or I'll go up mm. on my roof, you know, and I'll just try to get a bigger perspective in life right in my journal. But I always advise people to do something. I had a client once who told me she just couldn't meditate in the morning. I said, well, what do you do? She goes, well, I walk my dog. I said, well, why don't you make that your ritual of connecting? Right. Just leave your cell phone home, take that 5, 10 minutes, whatever it is, 15 minutes, and just connect to nature, connect to your dog, be present, you know, do a walking meditation. Mm-hmm. And that has changed her life. So it doesn't have to be anything big, but it does have to be consistent and something that, again, brings you joy. Because if you're doing it and hating it, it's not going to work. You have mm-hmm. to get some joy, a higher vibration out of it. For some people, it's cooking, yes. gardening, you know, yeah. reading inspirational literature, you know, whatever it is. But you have to have something at the beginning of the day and the end of the day. And the end of the day, you need to do a ritual of release to let go of anything you've inadvertently taken on, you know, whether it's from the media or somebody you heard at a coffee shop or, you know, whatever it is. So for me, it's always about water. So I will take a shower before I go to bed and symbolically use the water to purify me. Mm. You know, some other people mm. might burn some sage or, you know, do a mantra whatever you need to do, but you want to really make it a practice. And it doesn't need to be more than two minutes, three minutes, Mm -hmm. but you need to really Mm -hmm. make it a practice. And that trains your brain that you're doing things differently. All right. I have one that that I would love for myself. And I know that if I would love this, this would apply really to our listeners. So I I would love something... um, you know, it helped me when I get into this state. So there are certain things that will trigger me, and I, everybody gets triggered by something, you know, whether it's food or it's a person. or. But so for me, it might be in business, for example, and, you know, I'm an entrepreneur. So I think I got this client, and then maybe it didn't work out. So my first initial reaction, Barbara, will be this panic. <gasps> oh, mm-hmm. will I get another one? Oh, and, and I stay there for, and then I have to talk to myself. I have to walk around and say, stop it. But it's this absolute really sincere panic that right. I'm just going to, I'll never have another client. And it's, mm-hmm. I know it's, it doesn't make sense, but it's very real in my body. It is very real. And there is a part of you, which, you know, we could talk about at another time that truly believes that is true. You know, that's so why I like you- work. Yeah. So one thing that's very quick, and this takes maybe 60 seconds to do. So the next time that happens, immediately, Start to make circles in the palm of your hand while Mm. silently counting. And if you can count something like 9, 18, 27, 36, 45, 54, 63, 72, 81, 90. Done. Okay. 
it brings you back to center. So under stress, as I'm sure you've interviewed a lot of people on your show, will tell you the blood drains from your extremities. So doing the circles in the palm is bringing the energy and the heat back to your extremities. It's slowing down the heart, and the counting is accessing the prefrontal cortex, which is the part of the brain that can make good decisions. Hmm. It's so and simple. I've done it with kids about to take an exam, people who are afraid of flying. You know, you're afraid of, you know, like you said, you get thrown by something, or maybe you're about yeah. to make a presentation, go out on a date. It doesn't matter. It's very, very simple, and it really does work. I actually have a video of it on my website. It's so simple. I've taken two different techniques, and I put them together in one, and I've used it with thousands and thousands of people. Why why the number nine, Barbara? Why 918? Well, we're talking about you want to stop for a minimum of six to ten seconds, The more complicated the math, the faster it works. You could certainly just count one, two, three, four, five. And you can count in any language, by the way. I just find when the brain has to work a little harder on figuring it out, it has a stronger effect. Interesting. Wow. So start with something simple like ones or twos and then start to, you know, increase. It's like doing math complicated math problems in your head. It's very hard to be worried because your brain is focused on doing the math problem. Wow. And then you find that, that after you do that, it doesn't come back? I mean, it, it kind of neutralizes. Well, you know, again, depending on how deep it is, you may right. need to do some other work, but it right. will certainly stabilize you for the moment so you can make better choices. And one of the choices in that case that you're talking about, I would do something like just say three times, the universe is on my side. Right. The universe right. is on my side. Right. The universe is on my side. Or something like, Which, you know, um, Byron Katie, who says, how do you know it's really true? Right, exactly. Can you prove it in court that you'll never get another client? And of yeah. course you can't. Right. So, you know, there's many different things you could do to start to break the pattern. Yeah, that's but helpful. For, just say for you or for millions of people, that is everybody's first reaction. Oh, no, I'll never get another client. I'll never ne- get another date. You know, I'll never right. get another whatever. Right. right. I had yeah, a bad go, date. We go to drama. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we do. We're, we become worry warts and drama queens. And, you know, again, it goes back to the idea that, you know, your body pumps out stronger negative stress hormones than happy hormones, unfortunately. And that's what creates the mountains out of molehill mindset. And that's what makes you a drama clean or a worry ward. So once you're aware of it, then there are things you could do because you realize, okay, my brain is doing this. There are chemicals pumping now. How do I stop it? Okay. You know, right, and then it brings you to a different place in your brain where you have more control. Wonderful. We're going to take a break. This is terrific. Barbara Bijou, the book is The Joy of Ritual, Spiritual Recipes to Celebrate Milestones, Ease Transition, and Make Every Day Sacred. And Barbara's an interfaith minister, motivational speaker. She's a life strategy coach. She's a master ritualist. She's taught rituals all over the world for many, many groups, thousands of people. And she's a frequent guest on radio and television. And we will be right back with Barbara right after the break, right here on voiceamerica.com. I'm Patricia Raskin for the Patricia Raskin Show. Be right back.
Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com. Want an insider's pass to everything that goes on in Hollywood? Join Summer Helene every week for Behind the Scenes. Summer Helene is known as the Duchess of Hollywood because she knows the insiders, legends, and celebs and brings the stories, the gossip, and the backstage scoop. It's the real Hollywood, though. So this program is for adults only. Behind the Scenes can be heard live every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. If you want to know the latest in women and men's fashion trends, style, and beauty tips, you'll want to check out Fashion Weekly with fashion writer and model Wendy Evans. It won't be your everyday, high-end, out-of-reach fashion show either. We'll talk about some of that, but Wendy's handpicked the top style stories and the best beauty tips to get you in the know and looking amazing faster than a New York Minute. Tune in live every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time for Fashion Weekly on the Voice America Variety Channel. Explore your style. Tired of lackluster results with your marketing? Craving more leads in your business? Tune into the Mojo Marketing Edge with the team behind Mojo Global Marketing, Ira Rosen and Corey Michael Sanchez. Winners of the Marketer of the Year, they will show you how to generate daily leads, build databases of raving fans, and close deals faster than ever before. See what's hot right now and how you can tap into it to generate an endless supply of customers and clients. The Mojo Marketing Edge can be heard every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Follow us on Twitter at Voice America TRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's Voice America TRN. are listening to the Patricia Raskin show. If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to patricia at patriciaraskin.com. Now, back to the Patricia Raskin show. Well, hello everyone and welcome back. I'm Patricia Raskin and I'm here with good friend and colleague and mass Master, master ritualist Barbara Bijou, and what we mean by that is Barbara has written a book called The Joy of Rituals, and she teaches rituals all over the world to thousands of people. How can we bring rituals into our life for joy, and whether it's celebrations or milestones or just making your life sacred? And Barbara's website is barbarabijou.com, which is B-I-Z-I-O-U.com. And she's also an interfaith minister and motivational speaker and coach. Welcome back, Barbara. Thank you. All right. And people can go on. You have a lot of of videos on your website. I do. I have over 60 free videos on my website. And when people sign up for my newsletter, they also get a free seven-day transformation toolkit. So it's audios and PDFs and all kinds of great free goodies. Okay. And so that's Barbara... Bijou, B-I-Z-I-O-U dot com. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I know you do rituals for so many things. I mean, whether it's, I mean, it could be anything. It could be love. It could be releasing 
negativity. Um, it could be you know, birthdays. It could be the new year. It could be a holiday. It could be going to a special place um, or just, you know, just for yourself in general. But I'd love you to talk about birthdays because even if our listener doesn't have a birthday, I bet they know someone who does in the next month or two. <laughs> so Absolutely. What, well, birthdays yeah, and anniversaries, both of them okay. are really okay. important because what traditional cultures do around the world is you stop and you honor the fact that a year has gone by. So you are different than you were last year. And it's very important to honor your passage and where you are and then to look at where you want to go. Doing rituals around your birthday, by the way, is very, very powerful. You know, there is a belief in Native traditions that the veil between you and the spirit world is very, very thin at the time of your birthday. So you have a lot of powerful Mm -hmm. allies to help you. Mm -hmm. So yes, it's important to honor the birthday. And sometimes it's just fun. I actually did a birthday recently for someone who wanted to honor their inner child in their birthday. So we did literally a birthday ritual that you would have done for a six-year-old. So we Mm -hmm. had, you know, crayons and balloons and, you know, little, you know, whatever the food was that she wanted. I forgot, little grilled cheese sandwiches or whatever, and ice cream, so you know, sundaes. Mm-hmm. And the first part was that she really honored that child part of her because she wasn't, you know, quote, young. She was in her 60s. But she felt like that part needed to be honored and come out a little bit more. And then she really looked at the milestones that she had done over the year, and she shared it with her small group of friends who were there. And then everybody got to share something, something that she had done to touch their lives. And that was really important for her to just sit there and listen because she's a giver, which most people are better at giving than receiving. So Mm -hmm. she had an opportunity in her birthday ritual to receive, to really receive Mm -hmm. appreciation from her friends Mm -hmm. on things that she had done that made Mm -hmm. a difference in their lives that she didn't even remember half of. You know, I just was really important. I have to say something about that. It's interesting you say that because on my birthday this year, I did have a party. I had about 30 women. And what I did is I did the opposite because I am a giver. I went around to each person and talked about what they meant to me and what they had brought me in my life. And you're right. I mean, a couple of them came back and told me what they thought, but it was more me giving them. And you're Mm -hmm. saying you should receive more is what you're saying. Mm -hmm. I think there needs to be a balance between giving and receiving because if there isn't, what happens is then we either get cranky or we withdraw or we blow up at people or we have no energy and we just want to sleep. You know, there needs to be a balance. It's really important. Like I know right now I'm in Florida and my 98-year-old mother is down here. And When I first used to come, I'd spend all my time with her and then I would pass out by the end of the day. And then I started to realize that isn't working for either of us. Mm. So now I make sure that I have my rituals of nourishment, take time for me. Then I spend time with her, and then I spend time with my friends or alone. And there's much more of a balance, and we have more quality time together. And it's way better. Mm. Yeah, terrific. Let's talk about anniversaries. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times anniversaries... Um, it depends if it's an anniversary. Like I am doing something for a company next week. It's um, their fifth year anniversary of being in business. 
Mm -hmm. So we're really going to acknowledge everybody in the company who's participated, and part of it, they want to create a joint vision board for their company on where they see themselves in the next five years. Mm -hmm. But you could also have an anniversary of a friendship, of a relationship. Um, That's very important. And in the relationship anniversary, I always like to do recommitments. So I'm an interfaith minister, I do weddings, but I think renewing your vow should be part of it because it should be alive. And if you can't remember what your original vow was, then maybe it's not as accurate as it should be and you want to create a new one right now. And it's a really good thing to do and you don't even have to spend a lot of time. You could just center and talk from your heart and share with your partner on, you know, what you promise them for the next year or what your vow is or what your vision is. It makes a big difference. It strengthens your ties. Mm -hmm. Now, did we do it for the birthday? We got talking so much. I'm not sure we came up with the ritual for the birthday. Well, as I said, for the birthday, I think it's important. You can either do it alone, and if you do it alone, then it would be important for you to make sure that no one disturbs you, turn off your phones and everything. I would light a candle to bring in spirit, and then I would really write down what were the highlights of that year for you, what were your learnings, what's the journey about, and then to see what do you want to bring in to your next year. Do you want to repeat some of those things or maybe you've really outgrown them and it's time to move on? And even if it feels a little frightening, maybe you don't even know. So you want to create some empty space where you're going to explore and see what's next for you. Um, If you're with people, as I said before, I think part of it is really important to have them appreciate you. Sometimes I use a crown and have the friend's crown the man or the woman, you know, that they actually give them a crown and, you know, make them really important for that day. And if you want, you know, the person who's having the birthday can also tell the people like you did why they're important to you. But I think the piece that you missed, and I would love for you maybe to send out an email to the people who are at your birthday, is, and you can use this interview as an example and to say, you know, I, I shared with you because you're all important to me. I would really like to know what I mean to you. Mm. How, have, how, how am I in your life? Mm. You know, I realize I'm not as good as receiving as I am as giving. And this is a ritual that I want to start to do is learn how to receive better. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, and that, that, that sounds very nice doing it that way. That's wonderful. I'll have to think about it. So a couple months ago, but still... But still, mm-hmm. all right, Barbara, tell us how people can find you to either have, the, have you do a ritual with them or their group or, you know, any of the workshops that you lead for women. I know you do a lot of workshops, so tell people. We have about a minute left. Okay, so go to barbarabijou.com. That's B-I-Z as in zebra, I-O-U. You can email me at barbara at barbarabijou.com. So I do private sessions in person. I Skype with people. I do groups mainly in New York and Florida and California, but if somebody has a group and wants me to come, I'm more than happy to, you know, go to another city as long as there's a group there. And I also do vision workshops four times a year, vision boosters for men and women to keep your vision current. And then in January, I do a blowout big weekend in New York on creating vision for the year. Wow, that's terrific. 
And you have to come this year, Patricia. Yes, I do. I do. And you're in New York, so there's no excuse because I'm not that far away. (laughs) Yeah, that's terrific. Thanks so much, Barbara, for being on the program. It was wonderful as always. All right, stay on the line for a minute. Barbara Bijou, The Joy of Ritual. Again, barbarabijou.com, B-A-R-B-A-R-A-R-I-B-I-Z-I-O-U-Bijou.com. All right, folks, remember, stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need, and know you can make your dreams come true. Until next time, I'm Patricia Raskin. Write to me, Patricia, at patriciaraskin.com. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of the Patricia Raskin Show. Be sure to join Patricia Raskin and another amazing guest next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an outstanding week.